The following is a presentation of Muddy River News. What kind of shows will you see on Muddy River Gems each month? The same award-winning storytelling from Mark McDonald and crew that you enjoyed for nearly 20 years on PBS. Muddy River Gems with host Mark McDonald. A new episode every month online from Muddy River News. Hey everybody, welcome to the Daily Muddy. I'm Ashley Conrad and joining me today is Aiden McDonald. How are you? Doing well, nice to be here, Ashley. Well, Thanks thank for you for me. coming. Yeah, yeah this is awesome. Me. So. I kind of made a snafu and called something what I shouldn't have called That's it, right. but it is how everyone knows it. But Correct. we're here to talk today about the Quincy Derby. Correct. Formerly okay. Soapbox Derby. There we go. I yes. didn't want to be the one to say it right. because we so, don't want to get hit with licensing fees. Correct. But we don't want to lose several, quite a bit of money. Yes. So, for for a nonprofit. Lots of money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you are a nonprofit. Um, I know a lot of people who are who have participated in this Derby. Sure. Um, I have never. One, because I don't think I could ever build something that I could like- Want to drive? Yeah, well, that I would feel comfortable. Maybe I could build it for somebody else. Sure. But no, I don't think I would be brave enough to get in my own uh, creation. Yeah. Um, but you, how long has this been going on? Great question. We are 19 years 19 running years. since it was reintroduced by the Optimist Club. It okay. was run uh, prior. I think that ended in the 1960s, okay. uh, mid-60s. And then it was picked back up um, at about almost 20 years ago, 19 years ago, by Gene Hutter, um, a couple members of the club. Gene was a founding member of the club. Um, Dick Winchura, I believe, was okay. involved in that. And then... Um, he brought in um, some major club members like Bill Ericamp, who has been a huge help to the club. I'm I'm not trying to name drop too much because so many you people help the drop, Derby. You're right. You're yeah. going to forget somebody. And I, then you're going to be in trouble. I'm going to forget somebody. Yeah. And, yeah. But um, the the fact of the matter is, he they came together and said, "Let's reintroduce this. We'll um, we'll start do it on 18th and at what's now Tom Ericamp Bridge, I believe." Uh -huh. They're on 18th Street, and they ran south to north. Okay. A pretty steep, short. It's down that hill. Yeah. There? Okay. Yeah. Just as you go down that bridge. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then I think about 10 years ago, we switched it to make it a longer track. And so now we run north to south okay. on 18th. There. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So you brought up the Optimist Club. So you are a part of the Optimist Club who now has yep. um, taken this uh, derby on. Yep. And you are the co-director of the derby. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Partnering um, with? Uh, partnering with Ray Wilson is that Ray, yes Ray okay. is the other director okay gotcha. and uh, Ken Ng who I was hoping would join me today Ken is the um, he's the bracketeer bracketologist, bracketologist uh, helps, I like that. <laughs> helps with um, the organization of the, the computers the registration and then um, a, a mutual friend of ours Steve Ioner is actually oh. you know he's a pretty knowledgeable guy with this he, he knows all the stats I didn't know that yes. okay yeah, Steve is uh, he's a brilliant guy when it comes to the, the derby history he knows yeah everything. he calls it something else like the gravity something 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 I don't know but okay. he's got he's got a nice name for it yeah yeah Steve would he would have he's, he would have his own uh, uh, wordsmith he name. does yeah. yeah he's quite the character we love him around here um, okay so the Quincy Derby is taking place Father's Day weekend this year, right? Correct. Okay. Every every weekend so far, it's been Father's Day. We've been talked about moving it a couple dates, but 
it's always been a good weekend. There hasn't been a lot of other events going yeah. on, especially when they brought the Grand Prix bra- back. We didn't want to compete with that. Sure. You have little peoples in the summer. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. We're, and it gives a chance for, you know, not just dads, but, you know, for dads and, and the kiddos to, to get together and work on yeah. this and then see it all come to fruition on a great weekend. Correct. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of cool. the goal. We like to say Father's Day weekend, trying to bring families together sure. like old times. You mentioned building the car. And I think back in the old days, the soapbox would have been, hey, we got this car in the garage. We're going to bring it down there, have a nice race day. Those days are kind of, you know, pastime. Really? So what we do, actually, the club houses the, most of the cars. And then our members ask. work on them throughout the year. Okay. So don't be intimidated to race because we'd love to have you race and we'll get you a car. So what is the age what I mean, kids. I, mean. I was going to say, can I get out <laughs> yeah. there? Because no, well, don't tempt me with we, a good time. We could timing. try. We could try. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Okay. So is there an age limit? To uh, this? We, we do kind of recommend uh, seven to 17, okay. maybe 18. It depends on the I, weight. Yeah. But yeah, it's I'm more of a of weight that. limit. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Are you, You're so, still 18, right? So, uh, yeah. Okay, I, yeah. I, you could yeah. race. Sometimes <laughs> I feel like I am. Other times, <laughs> yeah, no. Me too. But okay. So you take care of the cars and the members of the Optimist Club. Like you guys are in charge of, so you don't have to. To, you don't have to build your own car to come out you don't and have enjoy to. it. Okay. No, and, and, and some people do. And uh, those are, you can always tell the serious racers because, you know, oh, they, yeah. they got their family cars and they don't want, they don't even want us to touch them. So I, blame, <laughs> I can't say I blame them. Not that I don't trust you guys, but uh, you know, once you, if you're good at something, you're like, ah, we, we got exactly. this under control. Yeah. That's awesome. So um, if somebody w- wanted to register for the Quincy Derby, where would they go? Great question. Our new website, thequincyderby.com okay. or quincyderby.com, both will bring you to the same place. Okay. has a little bit about us. Um, the, the Derby, as we're talking about it, formerly the Soapbox is on Saturday. So that'd be the 17th this year. Um, and then you can see on, there's a registration tab and it'll break it out by uh, class, stock, super stock, and master class. So we have three divisions of racers. Okay. Um, we add that there's a fourth division, which is our super kids race. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that or no, not. So the super so. kids race, there's actually a tab there just for super kids, but, um, super kids is our special needs race. So oh, great. Um, that is so cool. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. And check it out. Cause the website, the super kids page has, um, a video on it that shows what these cars look like. And our club actually custom built these cars many years ago. Uh, Dan Buckley, uh, he was with Quincy Auto Tech for many okay. years. Uh-huh. Um, design, kind of had this design, and so we've built this. It's a, it's a buddy car system, so two drivers, and it's got a steering override and a handbrake as well as a chest harness. So the, the really neat thing about it is if you're a kid with a disability of any kind, you could be deaf, blind, uh, physically inca- incapacitated, we can get you in the race, and it's double elimination. You'll go down that hill at least twice, and it is a really neat, I think it's a just a really special day. That is awesome. Yeah, that is so cool. I love the inclusivity of it. That is yeah. uh, it's a very important thing these days, uh, always of course, but especially in events like this because you never want to single anybody out regardless of You're correct. ability. So, um, do you have a lot of girls come race? Uh, yes. Yeah. The, okay. <laughs> I actually our winningest racer is a as a as a young girl. Yeah, and, girl. Yeah. All and, right. She is, uh, she's a competitor. She's tough. And she had no experience, uh, you know, racing prior. Yeah. She was one of our, hey, Optimus Club, give me a car. And uh, we we bought out uh, Ray, under Ray's guidance uh, many years ago, we bought out the Rand Tool Soapbox Race. So we purchased a lot of inventory and those are the cars we can help give out. And so she got into one of those and I think she's won, I believe, seven times. Wow. Okay. So. So what makes a good racer in your opinion? Keeping your eye on the finish line yeah. and not moving the, the 
not uh, steering too much. Not steering too yep. much. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, you hear that, kiddos. You get out there and race your little hearts stay out. Don't, focused. Yeah, yeah, stay focused. Keep your eye on the finish line. That's so cool. What, Ray would what, say confidence. Confidence. Yep. Yeah, I would say, yeah, that's probably a big thing for sure. What uh, What time does race start? Um, Super Kids Day will start probably around 9.15 or so. We let, um, since the special needs kids, we give them time to get bussed over. Sure. We'll have four different races that day. We try, we can only get about... Um, uh, 15 to 25 racers in one race. So okay. we'll start at 9:15. That'll kind of go all day, and then Saturday we're gonna st we always start at 8:30. Okay. Yep. Perfect. Excellent. And uh, thequincyderby.com. Be sure to check out the registration page and then the Super Kids page to see an example of uh, what we can do for the Super Kids. That's and awesome. we'd love if there's any Super Kids out there, or parents of kids, or grandparents. Uh, we're really trying to work hard to make sure we grow that race specifically. Um, We've had it, I think, at the peak around 80 super kid racers. We'd love to get oh, that in the 100 range. Yeah, so, that's yeah. awesome. Well, yeah, there you go. If you have uh, any kid or super kid, super uh, anyone kids, with yeah. uh, any ability, any any sex, disability, right? Any disability, <laughs> mm -hmm. any, yeah, any, uh, yeah, anybody. If you're interested, um, get a hold of Aiden yep. and crew at the Optimist Club or go to QuincyDerby.com. 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 Get registered and uh, get ready to race Father's Day weekend. Coming up. Yeah. We'll look forward to seeing you there. All right. So thanks, Perfect. Ashley. Thank you. I appreciate you coming in. It was so nice My talking pleasure. to you. Yep. All right. Coming up next, Britt and I, Boffy Talk. A great night's sleep starts at Harvey's Furniture. Check out the large selection of complete bedroom sets. And when it comes to mattresses, we have a full selection from Bemco, Spring Air, and Chatham and Wells. Harvey's Furniture, our home, your home. Instant Replay is your local sports bar. With 18 big screen TVs, we have all the sports packages from college games to pro games. We offer daily drink specials and come check out the bullpen, our newly renovated beer garden. Instant Replay, 2739 Chestnut in Quincy. Welcome to the Abbey, a Quincy tradition. With six big screens, a new larger kitchen, and now more seating capacity, the Abbey is the place to be before, during, and after the big game. Come enjoy fan favorite appetizers, steaks, burgers, and a variety of daily food and drink specials. Can't join us? Carryout is available too. Now with a convenient drive-up window to better serve you. 1736 Spring in Quincy. Opens at 3 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday. Come join all your friends at the Abbey, a Quincy tradition. Quincy Warehouse Bargains is your Quincy home improvement store. It's the only store of its kind in the Quincy area. We offer flooring, mattresses, area rugs, dining sets, couches, appliances, and much more. And have more products to come so we can better serve the Quincy and Tri-State community. Our staff is ready to help you find what you need to make your house a home. Quincy Warehouse Bargains, 4100 North 24th Street, Quincy. Are you looking for the perfect venue for your next special event? Check out Utopia Event Center. Utopia has a large banquet room and an awesome bar area, perfect for anything from birthday parties to formal corporate meetings. It also offers a photo booth, stage for a DJ or a live band, and a fully stocked bar, all for only $300. Check us out at utopiaeventcenter.com or call Barn at 217-430-6559 for more information. Utopia Event Center, 900 North 12th Street in Quinton. The Liquor Booth is your home for a huge selection of beer, wine, and spirits. The Liquor Booth has two locations in Quincy, 3520 Broadway and 1500 North 12th Street. The Liquor Booth, where it's always happy hour. And welcome back. Now it's time for one of my favorite segments, 
Coffee Talk with Britt B and Ash C. What's going on, Britt? Nothing. How are you? Oh, I'm pretty good. Better now that I had coffee. So um, I had coffee this morning, but realized too late that I was out of creamer. And I use like a very specific, I love home coffee. Now, don't get me wrong. I love a good, um, you know, I love a good coffee from like a, a little barista or whatever yeah. coffee shop, but I like my coffee at home. I'm very kind of plain Jane. I just want, you know, cream the way I like it. And it's like a sugar-free cream, which yes, I know is not very good for me, but we were out of it. So I had to use heavy cream and um, trying to steer clear of some of the like fake sweeteners. So I'm using monk fruit. Have you ever heard of monk fruit? Yes, I think that's what's used to sweeten those uh, lotus drinks. Okay. I don't know if it's healthy or not, but something tells me it's healthier than like um, uh, Splenda and stuff. Oh, for sure. Because it's a little more natural maybe. Yes. Okay, so I use that. Tastes Good like job. crap. I know, but you know, I'm trying to be more, I'm trying to move more in the direction of, um, I don't want to say organic because that's kind of, it is really hard to go. Semi-organic. Just a little bit um, less fake, we'll say. Yeah. Like less preservatives, less food dyes, which we were talking about the other day. Red dye number 40. Yeah. That's one I always look for. And it's hard. It's expensive. And, uh, but I do think that it is kind of necessary, especially today. And my entire social media feed is being taken over by homesteaders. Oh, yeah. Holistic health. And it's very inspiring. It is. It also seems like, holy cow, that is a huge undertaking. It really is. Yeah, because, you know, a couple of them that I watch, they're like, uh, you know, the food that we eat, poison. The medicine we take, poison. Yep. The things that we drink out of, poison. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, where do I go to, you know, even attempt to start being healthier? Not necessarily for me, because I think I've already, like... I, I mean, what but, you're doing... Just checking labels. Yeah. Spending a little extra time in the grocery store. Yeah. Uh, my husband hates it. He's like, what are you doing? I like, know. I will spend forever in the grocery store. And it's because I'm looking at the back of the label, looking for the, some yeah. things. He knows, you know, when something's fake right away, I feel like. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think, you know, pretty much anything in the middle of the store. Yeah, it's going to have some things in it. It's terrible for yeah. you. Because, and I learned this little trick, and I'm sure it's, everybody's already known this for years and years and years, but they put, you know, produce in the front and then like milk and stuff at the back so that you have to go. So you have to do that. You have to go from one to the other. And if you're like me, you do like this whole little mazy thing. Oh, to, I do the same thing. You know, pick up everything we don't need. Yes. Um, so I am trying to get better at reading labels, but I still kind of the conspiracy theorist to me says, how do we even know if it really is grass-fed and blah, 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 or if they're just charging us a lot more money? And on top of that, I know I'm talking a lot, but um, the why is it that something that is organic that requires less manufacturing and less hands touching it, why is it so much more expensive? Um, I guess just the the ingredients, you know, put into it. Like what if you're referring to chickens? Yeah. Like the food that you're putting into those chickens costs okay. more. Gotcha costs more to feed the cows whatever it is that we're feeding the cows I okay. guess um you know and also uh I guess living conditions is kind of yeah, part of it that, yeah the that, crowding I can that buy into that yeah money, money and time yeah. and effort so. cleaning yeah I can buy into that but I did google this one thing and because I was very all of this kind of gets me on my own like I hate to call it journey because I think that's overused along with another word we were using before but um 
to just see if I can do my own research and kind of put, wrap my head around this. So um, I, I heard on a podcast that I was listening to that the pharmaceutical companies, um, the pharmaceutical industry in uh, the United States alone made in revenue, this is profit, $555 billion in 2022 alone. $555 billion. Now worldwide, it was like 100 or 1,186 billion. So we account for almost more almost more than half of the entire world of pharmaceuticals. Your number memory or your number retination is just so impressive. You know, because like, it, well, girl, it, because it stunned me. Yeah. I mean, it really was like, okay, the United States of America, I know we're big, I know we have a big mm -hmm. population, but of the entire world, we account for pretty much half of the pharmaceuticals in the world. And um, the money that they spend to market it is about 60 billion. So there's a lot of money there. So correlation, the food that we put in our bodies. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I mean, well, other because cultures. I, yeah, because they have to pay the FDA um, so much money yeah, I don't know. It just it was really interesting to me, and I'm not saying that you know all medicine is bad because I know some people oh, yeah. need it, but it also so I go to the doctor yeah. now when they try to prescribe me something, I'm always googling like, what is there a supplement I can take to like help rather than you know some kind of pharmaceutical? Because yeah. I feel like even when you look and or listen to the side effects on TV, it's like okay, yeah, I don't know about all that, but yeah, that was just something that things that make me go hmm I guess like just the random thoughts of ash I mean I think a lot of people are thinking that way though yeah too. I do too and I think it's almost like a vortex especially when your algorithm is as such that that's what you constantly see and what you constantly see and think about is kind of what you you're you're tempted to be like I guess yeah right um so speaking of algorithms, another thing that, because uh, I don't want to harsh on pharmaceuticals and health and all that, because that, that's exhausting. But um, on the Club Muddy, Frankie was talking about his um, Netflix or his streaming and how he can't find little boy shows. And I challenged him a little bit to say that it was probably his algorithm. Because we all know that those, like, they rule everything, oh, yeah. right? So one thing my mom and I always talk about, we're always chatting about what is a good show? We can never find shows because I feel like once you watch something uh, and then you watch something else like it, your, al your algorithm just gets bombarded with the same types of things, right? Oh yeah. So it picks out what top picks for you. What it thinks you want and it's yeah. It's gonna get although, even creepier. I know, although I watched one serial killer documentary, now it's like all over. I'm like, oh my God, if somebody came into my house, they're gonna think I'm a wackadoo. Um, with Netflix, I think we always search just the top 10. Yeah. We're, pre we're pretty basic with Netflix. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Because it's got some good suggestions most of the time. It tells you what's the most watched yeah. in those top 10. Right. So if everyone else is watching it, it's probably good for a reason. Yeah. Um, he's, I don't know. We've, we use a lot of other streaming services. Uh, Apple. If you have any Apple product whatsoever, I shouldn't promote for this unless I'm getting some Apple products. You hear but, that, Apple? Um, Cha-ching, cha-ching. Yeah, I think if you have any <laughs> Apple product, you can um, get your, like, a free year subscription of Apple streaming services, yeah. which is awesome. Sure. They have some pretty cool shows on there. Um, we blew through the show called Shrinking. I've heard of that. Um, yeah. Man, I can't think of who's in it now. Uh, 
It's, it's okay. Shrinking. It's, yeah, Harrison Ford's in it. Okay. He's and great. It, it's just a, a really great show that He's I, a I mean fox. I allowed my yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he is. Um I don't see it. You don't? No. Oh, I, <laughs> I guess I don't know. Yeah. He's over over the He's over the he's yeah, over the hill. Yeah, hill hill in this sh- yeah. show. Yeah, well, um, I haven't seen it, so we'll see. But I but. let Mela watch it. It wasn't yeah. too bad, you know. Okay. So it was a really entertaining show. Right now, we're also watching another one called The Big Door Prize. Okay, it's a really interesting. Um, I think it's based on a novel. It's kind of like a, a show where, like, in a, it's a small town, and this machine shows up, and everyone that. Um, enters a little information to this machine, gets printed out a ticket, and it tells you what your true destiny is. Weird. Yeah. Would you get the ticket? Would you do that? Um, I don't know. Part of it, like, we're only halfway into the show, and part of it is there's one person who, she's like, I, I just won't do it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I might have been that person. I feel like you would have, too. I feel like I probably would have been there. If you would have said first, I'm nah, not, doing, I'm not it. doing it, I'd be like, I'm with her. Yeah. I'm totally with her. Yeah. I feel like you're just, de- yeah. Yeah, just I don't know if I want to. If you knew, if you knew when you were going to die, would you want to know? No, no, me either. Yeah, me either. So I don't think I'd want to know my destiny either. I think I would just want it to like, I would want to experience the path. Yeah, yeah, and not 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 be so consumed with getting there that I don't enjoy. Yeah, the journey again, yeah. which is such a cliche word, but those aren't little kids shows though. No, I wouldn't recommend those. No. Um, Most of what we watch. Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, Mandalorian, that's that's great. great. Yeah, coming out here this weekend is the new Peter Pan. That would be a good one. Yeah, and I think the number one movie in America right now, it is awesome. It is the Super Mario Brother movie. Oh, I wanted to go see that. Oh, we went. Oh, was it cool? It was so cool. I heard I it was really cool. I mean, I just did, did I you didn't, used to play Nintendo oh, when you were yes. young? Yeah, the so, references yeah. in it were like for the adults. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, you do not need edibles to see it. No. No, it's just cool. Maybe as more it is. fun. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it was intended for 3D, like some of those movies are. Yeah. We watched it standard and it still was so cool. Yeah. I don't, I'm not a fit. I like 3D sometimes, but it, it's almost I, nauseating. Yeah. Yeah. For me yeah. too. I watched uh, Avatar that way because that's what I think it was intended for. Yeah. But this one has um, this like comic book, like animation in, yeah. in their action scenes Sweet. so yeah no anything you wanna, needed to you enjoy the visuals another random thought okay and i may have seen this sometimes i pull things out of you know my own head sometimes i think i thought of them but i pulled them from somewhere else um why is it the mario brothers when it's actually mario and luigi okay and it's not like what's their last name it's it's mario in the movie mela said the same thing too she did yes okay okay so so part what's of it, the brother isn't i thought it was like oh i'm player one i'm mario oh i'm player two i'm luigi so is part of it is this gets um this was translated you know from like japan yeah okay and i think at the time this is my understanding of it at yeah. the time they don't they didn't understand exactly how our na- last names worked oh yeah so it became sense. the way i don't know it just yeah. translated so it's mario funny. mario so and luigi mario, mario. mario. And, yeah <laughs> perfect i love it but yeah they're the mario family in the movie and okay. it has a really nice wholesome story behind it I'm, we're gonna have to go see it, it i tried to good. talk my girls into it my youngest is not a fan of movies i don't know oh this is um is, but. hour and a half perfect. yeah perfect perfect length yes yeah, sweet. I, we have we don't really watch a lot of TV or movies. We're always just so busy as you are too. But we have. Um, 
I was watching this show. It's called Beef, and I don't remember if it's Hulu or Netflix. But that is Netflix. Is it okay? Yes. So it's like this. It starts off as like a road rage incident that turns into like a grudge, and it's funny but serious. And there's um, you know some drama in there too, but it's pretty good. I saw the preview for it. Yeah, that's the one thing about Netflix that's been bothering me a lot lately. Yeah, it plays your previews uh -huh. and there's no like there's no stopping it yeah so then you can just i mean it basically shows you the entire it does, premise the of premise. the story yeah in the preview i'm like yeah. what's going on here sometimes i just let those play and, and just watch that as a show well <laughs> i feel like that's what we do too yeah. when we're undecided yeah but yeah i don't know yeah if i don't want everything ruined i just throw it on mute and yeah there you go. Yeah. There you go. All right. And let's finish this up with, um, let's say like a small thing that makes you feel uh, on top of the world, even though it's not something like huge. So I was telling you today, uh, one thing that makes me feel like a superhero who doesn't wear a cape is when I make it all the way down Broadway from like Buffalo Wild Wings to, you know, eighth, sixth, even, even to the bridge. If I don't hit a stoplight, if I don't hit a red light, boy, I am like, my day is made. And I feel like I'm not the only one, but- No, it's, it is an awesome feeling. It is an awesome feeling. It, it reminded me, you just, I just kind of pictured you being the Mario. Yeah. And you're, you have the- <gasps> The cape. The cape and yes. you're running. Dude, I'm telling you, I, sometimes I wish, I mean, of course we all wish we had flying cars. I think we thought we would be there by now, but uh, yeah, even, even in Quincy, which uh, people are probably gonna hate me for this, but I feel like we have some of the worst drivers in the history of drivers here because oh. nowhere has anywhere to be. Um, that is that is the nowhere. No one nowhere has to be, anywhere so, which to is be. a good thing, but a bad thing if you are in a hurry. <laughs> so today I was in a hurry to get here and uh, I did not in fact make all green lights because there was someone in front of me who clearly doesn't have my same like challenge, you know? Yeah. Um, so I was late. So then that just kind of ruins the whole thing, but I'm not letting it, I'm not letting it wreck my day. Anyway, do you have anything that makes you feel like I'm on top of the world? Yeah. Something um, silly that just kind of like makes your day. Uh, I don't know. I, I can't think off the top of my head. I think the making a really good martini. Yeah. And for myself too. Yeah. I saw your, that was awesome. I feel oh. like it's me. I'm people. Yeah, I love it when people <laughs> enjoy a martini that I've made. Yeah, it's me. I'm it's people. It's me. I'm people. That's um, amazing. Because, yeah, making a good martini is difficult. You know? It is. Stuffing those blue cheese olives. So, like, when I go out, I do appreciate it. And, I mean, I hope people know that I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, if they didn't, they do now. And it is an art form. And people like us yeah. do definitely appreciate it. That. And for me, also, I would say a smooth shift. Because there you go. Like being a bartender, um, especially in a night crowd, sometimes yeah. it's like smooth sailing. Yeah, yeah that's all I. That's all, yeah. that makes for just like that. I'm. I, I'll be your Luigi. You flying are the by. Luigi with the cape. <laughs> yeah, that is. Yeah, that's so true. And if you've ever been a, a bartender, you understand exactly what what Britt's saying because it is. Yeah. It just yeah. It's, There's always it's, something. It's a small victory. Yeah. Just to be like, yeah, I had a great night. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Well. I think that leaves it on a positive note. Yeah. And yeah, we hope you all have a great day and may you all make it down Broadway with uh, no red lights. And if you're going Especially to- Especially at that uh, stoplight on 25th Street. Yeah, the slow and go one. Yeah, don't do that That's bad one. luck. Yeah, bad all right. Luck. Anyway, hope you all have a great day. We'll catch you next time on Coffee, Coffee Talk. Talk.
Muddy River News. Our home, our news.